I want to thank the Lord for being here this morning. We got a wonderful crowd. I just, I'm thrilled and blessed to see everybody here this morning. We appreciate you coming, and, and I appreciate you when we're not having service in-house. Uh, all the support and the prayers and uh, people commenting and uh, just being supportive of worship. And I thank God for letting us have good services even when we're not gathered in the church house. But, boy, I've had such a longing to be able to look out and see what I see today. This just blesses my soul. And I, I thank God for everybody cheering. We got uh, a good crowd and a number of visitors. We want to thank uh, all our visitors that have come. And I know I've talked to quite a few folks. I had folks calling me and texting me and said, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, y'all announced that you're going to be back in the church house. But I just don't feel maybe that I'm in a place where I can come yet. And so I understand that. And I told them, I said, well, use your own judgment. And we won't think bad of you if you don't come. But uh, hope you get where you can come before long. <clears throat> and so I appreciate all the folks that are watching and listening and praying this morning. And uh, I appreciate our deacons. Uh, I appreciate them ushering and uh, helping people come in and find seats. And, and uh, they've just done a great job. And I, I, really, I really appreciate that. And as Linda and I sat up here watching people uh, come in, it was such a joy, each one that come through the door. And we tried to wave at everybody, might have missed some, but uh, we're just glad you're here this morning. And uh, so I, I want to have a, a scripture to read here that God laid on my heart. I want to read it to you. It's in the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, and uh, starting at verse 29 and 30 and 31. He, and of course that's God, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. I don't know how many folks have felt lately like, boy, I just don't seem like I can do anything. It's, you know, this is kind of a strange time and hard to, hard to do anything, hard to feel uh, real, really excited about what I'm doing. But God gives strength to the faint. And it goes on and says, even the youths shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Even in the strength of youth, there's some things that we can't accommodate. But listen at this. This sums it up and tells us. Verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Well, I'll tell you, when the Holy Spirit moves, you feel like flying. Let me read that again. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Boy, I praise God for the Spirit of God that can let us feel that. And you know, you might be weary in the flesh, but when that Spirit moves and blesses your soul, uh, that's where the victory's at. So it's good to be here this morning. Let's bow our heads just a moment of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for allowing us to be here today. And God, thank you for each one that's come. And uh, thank you for each one that's watching and listening. Thank you for the Spirit of God that I already feel this morning, Lord. It's just blessed my soul so much. God, thank you. Oh, Lord, Lord there are just so many blessings. And thank you for renewing our strength and uh, blessing us to know that the journey is worthwhile. God, I pray today for this service. God, I ask you to bless it and ask you to help it. And I, I ask you to touch people here and touch people that are listening and watching. And God, just let your will be done this morning. Uh, Lord, we ask you and we praise you for these things in Jesus' name, and amen. And we turn over to the singers to sing. Pray.
fair land. In that fair land, I'll take my stand. I'll take my stand. It's good to be on this road for glory land, glory land. Going to turn it back over to Brother Terry. What an honor and what a privilege it is to be here this morning. Uh, I'm glad to be on the road for Glory Land, Terry. Uh, I love that song. Uh, I believe one of, the, one of these mornings the Lord's going to split the eastern sky. But I'm going to go home uh, to be with my friends and family. Uh, but more than that, what thrills my soul is I'll get to see Jesus. Uh, the one who died for mine and your sins. That thrills me this morning. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Glad to see everybody. Uh, I know we're doing things a little bit out of different order. I think at this time uh, we'll take prayer requests if that's okay. Sure. Um, so we'll ask all that are seated to stand. Um, and more than anything, let's pray for this service. Uh, I'd love to see somebody come and get saved. Uh, that's everything this morning. Uh, anyone at all with an, an unspoken prayer request this morning? Yeah. Remember those. Anyone with a spoken prayer request? God putting it on my heart to ask you to open up how you've moved already. I'm glad to be here. And uh, like you said, let's pray for the service that God touches somebody's heart that's lost, whether here or whether on a live stream. Like to hear about or see somebody get saved this morning. We got a lot of sick folks. Let's pray for them. And uh, I've got a grandson, Slate, that's got chicken pox. So really, everybody really pray for him. Anyone else with a spoken prayer request? Terry, we'll ask you to lead us in prayer.
You don't have anybody lined up to sing, do you? No. Okay. Whoever has got it on their heart, I'm sure somebody does. If you got it on your heart to sing this morning or testify, you come on right ahead and we'll, we'll pray for you and back you. Uh, don't, don't be shy. I, I, I want it to be the Lord's service. And in order for that to happen, we've got to follow him and do what he tells us to do. So whoever's got a song this morning, you come on ahead and sing. Pray for him. I wanted to thank the church for praying for Maxine. Her uh, brother passed away just a few days ago, and her sister passed away shortly before then. And uh, it's been been really a tough on the family. So we really, really pray for uh, the Crawford family, and I, I appreciate your prayers in the meantime. And, and uh, I was thinking in my life, that I have a lot of regrets, things that I could have done better. And I had a few successes, but I'm just thankful. I'd like to tell you a little bit about memories of an old man. (laughs) So uh, I don't regret the days I've lived with the Lord. And I don't regret the times I've trusted in his word. All the years have all gone by, 87 of them, and many days without a song. And I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord. I've dreamed many dreams that never came true, but the ones that did come true makes me want to keep dreaming on. I've prayed many a prayer and seen no action to come but I've waited so patiently and long. But enough of my prayers have come true to make me want to keep praying on. I've sowed many a seed that fell by the wayside. 
for the birds to feed upon, but I've held enough golden sheaves in my hand to make me keep dreaming on. I've trusted many a friend that's left me by the wayside to weep all alone, but enough of my friends have been true blue to make me keep trusting on. I've drained the cup of disappointment and pain many days without a song. But I've sipped enough nectar from the roses of life to make me want to keep living on. Right, Ken? And I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord 87 years. And I don't regret the days I've trusted in his word. The years have all gone by, many days without a song. And I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord. a smile on my face if you had known me a few years ago before I tasted his grace I know you would see there's a difference in me that something amazing took place I'm so excited I just can't hide it, my past has all been erased. I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I just can't explain the miraculous change since I've been washed in His blood. He's so high above me, it is just beyond me, the depths of his marvelous grace. I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I feel the joy overflowing. Since Jesus paid my debt for me All of my shackles forever are broken I've been forgiven, set free I'll sing and I'll shout it There's no doubt about it My soul is pardoned, redeemed The burdens I've carried have all been buried into forgetfulness see i just can't get over my sins being over since i have been under the blood i just can't explain the miraculous change since i've been washed in his blood He's so high above me, and it's just beyond me, the depths of his marvelous love. 
I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I'm amazed to know how far God would go to set a lost man free. I'm still in awe that he paid it all for an old sinner like me. I've never got over that this king would shoulder my sins. In all this disgrace, I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been saved by His grace. Well, we appreciate those songs and what was said. Uh, anyone else with a song or testimony this morning? We don't want to rush, but uh, we don't want to tarry too long either. Uh, anyone else with a song or testimony? If not, let's pray for our pastor. Let's back him. Uh, let's pray for them. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pray for them. Out on the water, storm raging high, the waters around them were troubled that night. Fear filled their hearts, they thought they would die, but they failed to remember the master was nigh. He spoke the winds all stood still even the waters obeyed his will he calmed their storms just like he will mine if i just remember he lives deep inside 
singing and uh you know god told me he said uh you need to be at that church you need to be singing with your family you know i fought it and fought it and i can't i couldn't fight it no more and uh you know and uh so i mean i'd love to join this church we sing a song maybe in three consecutive services. Um, but it seems like I went through a big struggle here in the last few months. Um, and as Terry said this morning, I believe probably a lot of people did, um, where I didn't even know what I was supposed to be doing anymore, where I was supposed to be. 
and I thought, God, just, just help me and show me what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm supposed to, you know, where I'm supposed to be. I wasn't even positive. I was supposed to be at this church anymore. Um, but it was shortly thereafter, my sister sent me this song and said, I think we need to sing this. And, uh, and it was everything I needed at the moment I needed it. And it showed me that I need to be up here and I need to be at this church and I need to be singing. So uh, just pray for us. Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand, I start to fall All those lonely roads that I have traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground when the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now There was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing, in the hurting like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been or where I'm going Or even when I didn't know it Or couldn't see Him There was Jesus For this man who needs amazing kind of for forgiveness at a price I couldn't pay I'm not perfect so I thank God every day There was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing, in the hurting like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been or where I'm going Or even when I didn't know it Or couldn't see Him There was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching in the healing, in the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been or where I'm going Or even when I didn't know it Or couldn't see Him There was Jesus There was Jesus
just pray for me. I had nothing but heartache and trouble. I was seeking for fortune and fame. I had nothing but doubt and confusion. But now I have everything. I have everything I need to make me happy. I have Jesus. Pray for our pastor. I saw it. I feel like on my heart this morning is turning over to our pastor. Um, let's pray for him and let's lift him up and let's back him. And it surely takes the Lord and it takes the church uh, to preach. And that's I want to hear the word this morning. That's that's what I'm looking for. Uh, so let's 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 pray for him. Well, it's good to be here. I appreciate being here. Appreciate what I can feel, and uh, taking that mask off made me think of this. I thought of it earlier. I won't say how much I appreciate folks for wearing their masks. I know it's a tough thing, but uh, well, people just responded real good and wore their masks, and I, I think that's real important. I appreciate that. 
and uh, it's good to be here. And I want to do this. Uh, we heard Brother Kurt uh, say he wanted to join this church, and uh, you probably remember Lafayette right now, aren't you? Okay. Before I, I before I go farther, I want to do this because I might it might slip my mind later, and, and uh, don't want to do that. Could I hear a move? We received uh, Brother Kurt under watch care pending letter from Lafayette Missionary Baptist Church. Got a motion here. Got a second. Everybody in favor? Just raise your hand. Amen. So our clerk can take care of sending for that letter, and uh, we're glad to have you, buddy. Appreciate you. <clears throat> I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I'm saved. Uh, glad I can feel heaven move this morning. And I uh, want, want you to go with me, if you would, to the third chapter of the book of Genesis. And want you to really pray. And uh, I have a subject on my heart this morning. Uh, the title of it would uh, Beware of the Lie. Beware of the Lie. And so you pray real earnestly. And uh, we'll try to read from the third chapter of the book of Genesis and start in verse 1 just a little bit. I'm already glad to be here and want you to pray while I read and try to preach. <clears throat> now the serpent was more subtle. Subtle means cunning and uh, uh, means that he was uh, sneaky. Uh, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, and of course that was Eve. We're talking about back in the Garden of Eden where the setting's at here. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, you can look back in chapter 2 and verse 17, and it names that tree, and it uh, calls that tree the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so, so we get the picture here. Satan asked the question, hath God said this? And Eve answered. He said, we could eat of all the trees of the garden, but this one tree, he said, we shall not eat of it, uh, neither touch it, lest we die. Now, now, listen to this conversation as it goes on. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die there's a little doubt there satan's trying to interject it's not for sure uh think about it see that's the way satan he tries to uh, come in with just a, a little doubt about the word of god and so uh, again verse four said the serpent said to the woman you shall not surely die and then he he tries to throw a reason to doubt it you know there's a lot of that going on in our world today uh, uh even uh uh, from what I read and hear, even in some of our higher education institutions, people are challenging the word of God. That's all over our country, uh, all over our world. Well, that's not new because it started back here in the Garden of Eden, and a lie is still a lie, and the devil is still the devil. And so goes on here, the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, uh, that your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God's. Uh, knowing good and evil. Now, I, I'll just pause here and this come to mind. I've even known people before that's, that's even uh, told me or admitted to me that they've actually encouraged their children uh, to sample the things of the world, that they'll know what's going on and uh, be aware of it and uh, that they might uh, uh, be somehow uh, advanced by it. I'm telling you what, you can't be advanced by sin. Uh, it's abomination to God uh, to encourage people, especially your children, uh, to go after the devil. 
And so uh, that's the way that the devil works, and he'll use any of us to do his work. Me or you, uh, we can be saved by God's grace and, and trying to live for the Lord. And if we're not careful, uh, we'll uh, buy into the devil's lie and uh, be part uh, of him uh, using that to lead somebody astray. So, so anyway, going back again, we'll read that again. We'll just take our time. And this is what the devil saying. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, uh, then your eyes shall be open, you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. And listen to this. This is, this is the way uh, human emotions works. And it says, verse 6, said, And the woman saw that the tree was good for food. So uh, God said, don't take part in that. And the devil said, take a good look at it. I put that in my words. And, and you know, I believe that she had to even uh, uh, make uh, some effort. Uh, I suspect that when she was talking to Satan, uh, she wasn't uh, probably even real close to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But once he got her thinking that way, I can see her kind of going around said, take a look at it. And she saw, the Bible said here, it said, and she, uh, she saw, uh, the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Boy, that looks pretty good. And, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Uh, boy, I, I like the way that looks. That's the way sin is. Uh, if sin wasn't attractive, uh, people wouldn't have so much trouble staying out of it. Uh, but sin has an attraction to it. But uh, it never does have uh, a benefit to it. Uh, sin uh, causes problems. But let me go on and uh, get more into the story here. And what the Bible said, well, here she looked at it. Uh, uh, she saw it with her eyes. She said it was a tree desired uh, to make one wise. Boy, I'll know more about things once I take of this tree. Uh, you uh, might know more about things once you sample uh, the sins of the world. Uh, but it's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you. But anyway, uh, going on, and it says, and uh, here's what she did then. After she thought all these things, and it said uh, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. And gave also unto her husband uh, with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves uh, aprons. And so they'd messed up, and uh, they tried to fix their problem. Uh, that's uh, one of the mechanisms of mankind uh, trying to fix his problem. And uh, when I was a lost boy, uh, I, I kind of bought into that. Uh, when the gospel reached me, and I, I saw that I was lost. And uh, I thought, well, I'll straighten up. I'll be a better boy. I'll, maybe I can be all right. I was very shy. I didn't want to come down the aisle. I didn't want to come to the altar. I said, maybe I can bypass that. Uh, I'm not sure those were the words that I used in my mind. Uh, but uh, Brother uh, Russ, uh, that was the attitude in my heart. I wanted to do it my way. I want to take care of it myself. And so uh, they sewed themselves uh, fig leaf aprons together. Uh, well, listen, uh, what happened here? Uh, and then they heard the voice of the Lord uh, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Boy, I'm glad God comes uh, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Uh, well, preacher, uh, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? Well, yeah, uh, he comes walking through the grand old church. I'm telling you what, we got a God that's able uh, to speak. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, uh, they were uh, kind of alarmed. And they were kind of in a spot where they, they felt embarrassed. They wanted to hide from God. I remember as a, a lost boy uh, in the church house, I remember when the old preacher, Brother Bill, I remember when he get to preaching. And same time, so, and this may sound silly, but uh, one of the old preachers seemed like his fingers were so long. Uh, when he uh, pointed out his hand, seemed like his fingers were so long. And, and I, uh, Becky, I used to wonder uh, why he was pointing at me. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, folks, 
uh, uh, the old preacher's fingers uh, might have been pointing at me, uh, not by his attention, I'm sure, uh, but what was really pointing at me was the finger of God. Uh, God was telling me I was wrong. If you're here today uh, and uh, God's getting your attention, uh, you need to honor and obey God. You need to do what God says. And uh, so, uh, I'm, uh, boy, I'm, I'm glad to be here today. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I enjoy being here even when we just got 10 or 15 years. I appreciate having those uh, live streaming services. But I'm going to tell you what, boy, you talk about a thrill. It's a thrill this morning, isn't it? Uh, getting to look out over the house and see uh, so many people sitting here. Boy, praise God that you're here this morning. I'm glad to have you. Uh, uh, those that aren't here, I'm glad you're listening. But uh, let's uh, think about this a little bit. Let me get back to the lesson here. And so uh, and it talks about them having fig leaves. And the Lord God, he came on the scene. And he said, well, uh, let me get back here and read this a little bit. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. I remember when I was a lost boy and the gospel would get out to me. I remember uh, trying to get down behind somebody. I know this may sound silly, but it makes a point. It's true. I remember trying to get down behind somebody, Kenny. Uh, I thought if I can I just get down, Blaine, I thought I'd get out of sight. The preacher can't see me. He'll quit preaching to me. Uh, but I'm telling you, when I'd get down behind uh, the person that I was trying to hide behind, those uh, words in that spirit, Brother Glenn, it just kept reaching out to me and speaking to my heart. And so when God's uh, talking to him here, and listen what he said. Uh, the Lord God, he called Adam, and he said unto him, he said, where art thou? Now, let me make a point here. It's real important, real simple, but it's real important. God already knew where Adam was. But he said, where art thou? God was making a point so Adam would figure out where Adam was. Uh, Adam, uh, oh, listen, what he said down here, uh, going on down through here, uh, verse uh, 10, uh, Adam, he said, I heard uh, thy voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So let's make a point here. Uh, he'd sinned and he found himself naked before God. Well, he'd made himself an apron out of fig leaves. Even Adam knew that his apron wasn't doing the job. If he would have thought it was doing the job, uh, he'd have stood up bold and said, here I am, God. Uh, but he knew he was naked even though he'd made himself a covering. Uh, I'm telling you, one of the uh, most dangerous things in the world today is religion uh, with, without God. Uh, there's all kinds of religious organizations, uh, but if they don't have the spirit and power and the truth of God in it, uh, it's one of the most dangerous things in the world. Uh, and uh, Our own ideas uh, just won't get the job done. It takes the Lord uh, getting the job done. And so uh, when he's uh, talking down here, and listen, he said, I was afraid and I was naked and I hid myself. He's, and God asked him, said, who told you that you was naked? Uh, uh, well, listen, he said, hast uh, thou eaten of the tree uh, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat. The man said, now get this. Adam, he wanted to lay the blame on Eve. Uh, uh, we always, as human beings, we like to put the blame someplace else. Uh, Adam, he said, you're, he said, the woman that thou gave us uh, to me to be with me, uh, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. So Adam, Adam got a kind of a two focal points here. God, it's partly your fault. You give me that woman. Uh, and, and then partly Adam's fault because uh, she led me astray. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, Adam did what Adam chose to do. 
And if you go against God, you've gone against God because of what, what you chose to do. I've talked to so many people as a pastor over the years uh, that uh, they'd say, well, I did this and that and the other and a lot of things that I was supposed to do, I didn't do, but it was so-and-so's fault. It's it's cause of them. They're the ones to blame. I'm telling you, the Bible said, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. If you're gonna serve God, serve him. Uh, Choose God today. And so God goes on down through here and then he speaks to the woman. And, and the Lord said to the woman, oh, what is this that thou hast done? Well, the woman, had a, uh, she had somebody to blame too. She said, it's that serpent. He beguiled me and I did eat. Boy, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, let, me, let me go over in the New Testament a little bit and uh, get a, a scripture or two over there. I need to uh, maybe get some things to tie this together here. Over here in uh, the book of John, chapter 8, and you can read on down through here. I won't read all of it, but there's a conversation between the Jews and Jesus. And uh, he was telling them they need to believe him and be made alive. They said, our father's Abraham. Uh, we're okay. How can you challenge us like that? We're the seed of Abraham. He said, if your father was Abraham, if you were really Abraham's seed, he said, you would do the works of Abraham. He said, "Uh, you're not doing the works of Abraham. You're doing the works of the devil. Now, I want to read one verse down here, verse 44. He said, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. Uh, uh, He uh, he was a murderer even in the garden. Uh, He sought to get Adam and Eve killed, and he did. Well, preacher, wait a minute. How how can you say that they died? Uh, Well, when, when sin came into their life, it separated them from God. They became spiritually dead. And one of the scriptures said, I was alive without the law, and then the commandments came, sin revived, and I died. If you are separated from God, you're dead in trespasses and in sin. The only way you can be made alive is to get saved. When he goes on down through here, after he said the devil was a murderer from the beginning, he said, listen to this, and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh it of his own. And get this, for he is a liar and the father of it. Now, when I first encountered that where it says he's a father and, 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 or he's a liar and the father of it, I thought, well, boy, looks like he could have made that plural instead of just saying it. But then it came to me, uh, everything that Satan does is wrapped up in one lie. It's denying the word of God. That's the lie of the devil. It might express itself in uh, millions of ways, but it's one lie. He lies against God, just like he did back there in the Garden of Eden. And I'm telling you what, over in the the 14th uh, chapter of the book of John, if I can get over there right quick, I want to read a verse from the 14th chapter of the book of John. I believe it's verse 6. You pray real hard. Uh, Jesus uh, said unto him, or Thomas said unto the Lord, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said to Thomas, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Folks, I'm telling you what, that Jesus is the truth and Satan is a liar. All the things uh, that we have to face and the decisions we have to make when we're lost, it's between choosing a lie and choosing the truth. After we get saved, we got eternal life in our soul. But uh, I've talked to people before uh, that's wasted their life following after a lie, even though their soul was saved. And I preached about this the other night. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, when God saves your soul, Brother Bill, uh, remind me this. Brother Arnold Petrie preached this. Not only God, he not only saved my soul, but he saved my life. Why would you want to waste a life that God had saved? There's so many people that's not living for the Lord. 
Oh, listen, uh, let me go back and, and get this. Uh, back here in the book of Job, you pray real hard. Uh, I like to get this before I come to a close. Uh, back here in the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going uh, to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what. Think about that. I remember as a young man, I read that, and I thought, boy, the sons of God come present himself before the Lord, and the devil was there. And I got thinking about that. Well, I wonder where they was at. Do you think the devil ever come to church? <laughs> We've never had church without the devil coming. Every time I come to church, uh, and uh, when I'm uh, even got a message on my heart to preach, uh, Satan tries to interfere, Cooper. He'll say, don't preach that. That'll offend somebody. He'll say, don't preach that. Uh, people will think you're silly. He'll say, don't preach that. Uh, uh, that. That might sound a little harsh. You need to be a little smoother. I had a man tell me one time after I'd preached, I'd preached on sin, preached on hell and the fires of hell. He said, preacher, if you keep preaching like that, said, you're going to scare people to death, so they'll leave. I said, if that scares them, they need to get scared. That's not my message. That's the message of the word of God. And so I'm telling you what, when the sons of God present themselves together, the devil was there too. I'm telling you what, uh, we've got a God. He's a big God. Now, I'm telling you what, he knows all about us. Let me preach a little more about the lie of the devil. He tries to uh, kind of compromise things. I've had people tell me that. I've said, preacher, you're too hard on things. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be uh, so hard. You shouldn't draw such a hard line. Uh, if you just, uh, I've had people tell me this. If you just compromise a little bit, uh, well, you'd get more people to come to church. Uh, I don't want people to come uh, to church because of a lie. I want them to come because of the truth. I've had people say, well, you know, in this modern age that we're living, uh, it ought to be okay to have a little drink of wine for dinner or to do a toast at a, at a party or a celebration. Uh, the Word of God teaches we ought not drink alcohol. Uh, I'm not going to compromise and say we ought to drink alcohol. In this world that we live, well, well I've got a few more things I've got to get here, but you just pray real hard. Uh, I want to uh, preach what's on my heart this morning. Uh, the devil says uh, we need to compromise with sin. Uh, let me get on this. This is one of the things that grieves my heart. The worst of anything going on in the world today, it's abortion. Uh, killing uh, God's little uh, creation, uh, little unborn babies, uh, murdering them, that's abortion. Uh, but yet uh, the world will say, and, and I've even read where some uh, so-called religious leaders will say, well, uh, uh, that's probably okay. My friend, it's not okay. It's uh, murder in the sight of Almighty God, and, and it's abomination to God, and, and uh, people uh, will have a price to pay if they go after that. Abortion's wrong. Sexual immorality is wrong. Boy, that's a big subject. I preached probably an hour on that. Well, I'm not going to. Don't, don't worry. Uh, don't get shook up. Uh, but we need to follow the truth. If you're lost, if you follow the truth, uh, trust Jesus and get saved. And if you're saved, uh, take a stand. Uh, be something. Uh, don't be wishy-washy, but stand on the truth and let God bless you. And so back there, when Satan said, They'll not surely die. It's not for sure. I want you to know one thing. Uh, God's word is sure. And, and God's truth is sure. And the penalties of God's word are sure. The penalties of God's word are sure. Sing us a song if you got one there. I want to get everybody to stand.
And I don't know if anybody needs to come to the altar. If you do, you're sure welcome. But even if you don't need to come to the altar, we need to reflect on the truth of God. Are we holding to it and standing for it firm and steadfast? If you're lost, you need to get saved. And if you're saved, you need to live for Jesus. No compromise. Right on. Obey the Lord. Amen. Why I love that song. I guess that's my favorite song. I like a lot of them, love a lot of them. But that just fits everywhere. I love it. Amen. It's encouraging to the lost to come get saved. It's encouraging to the saved to live for Jesus. Amen. Let me ask you just do this. If you're here today and for whatever reason you're not just where God wants you to be, would you just do so much as raise your hand and say, I'm not where I need to be with God. Have everybody pray for me. Well, I appreciate that hand. I appreciate that hand. Pray for that hand that was raised. Would there be another in the house? Just raise your hand. Say, pray for me. I really need to do better. I need to get in. I need to have power with God. And if God's wanting you to do that, what a pity it'd be to say no to God on something as simple as raising your hand. He said, if you'll be ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. I don't want God to be ashamed of me. Obey the Lord this morning. Beware of the lie. Beware of the lie of the devil. It eats at us and it attacks us. But we have victory when we trust the truth of God in Jesus Christ. Obey the Lord. on anybody's heart before we turn over to Blaine for the announcement. Just be seated for a minute then if you would. Sure appreciate that message. Appreciate what I can feel today. Uh, I was here early. Uh, a lot of you saw me. I was with the other deacons, some of them ushering in. And uh, I got a great blessing just out of seating people this morning, just seeing everybody and getting to say hello. Uh, I miss my brothers and sisters when we don't get to be in church. And I appreciate everybody for being here today. Uh, now, we're going to have broadcast service tonight, and we're going to have broadcast service on Wednesday night, so we won't be in the church. Uh, 
we will make an announcement before next Sunday. Our hope and our intent is to be back in the church next Sunday, but we'll make an announcement uh, on the one call so everybody knows that. Uh, so be praying for that. Now, as when we dismiss here in just a few minutes, uh, we're going to release from the back, uh, just like we've been doing when we've been in church recently, similar to a, a funeral service. So just wait until one of the ushers or deacons releases you, and we'll just ask everybody uh, to go ahead and exit the church. Uh, we're, I know everybody wants to visit, but if you'll go on outside, uh, I, I think that'd be better for everybody. Keep your masks on uh, until you get exited the building. Now, out in the foyer on the way out, uh, we're going to have the offering plates. So if you'd like to uh, make, you know, make your offering or tithe, uh, there'll be an opportunity for you to do that. So be looking for those offering plates on the way out. Uh, so thankful for everybody being here. Uh, keep uh, praying. Uh, I've got people on my heart I'd like to see saved, uh, people that uh, on my heart I'd like to see renew up. And uh, so let's, let's just be much in prayer. Uh, Sister Missy's coming. So Sister Missy wants to sing a song with the youth group, so let's pray for them uh, while they come.
Yeah, it's been a really long summer, and usually we're just pumping them up all summer long to go back to school. Yeah. And uh, we did the best we could, but, but they need the Lord to go with them to school. Yeah. Amen. And uh, the church really needs to pray. It's going to be really hard on them. But just remember all of you. Amen. I have an announcement to make. Um, in, as all of you know, our seniors this last year didn't get to have graduations, and um, we had planned to have a, kind of a special recognition, I can't even say the word, recognition for them, but um, COVID has prevented that also. So we had posters made of our seniors that graduated this year, and like I said, we were going to have Blaine and Becky were going to do a a special thing for them and announce their names, uh, but that's not going to get to happen. But if we have church in the church house next Sunday, um, my plans are to have, we've had posters made of all of our seniors, and we're going to line the driveway with their pictures. So I had asked people a ways back to uh, send me pictures of their grandchildren, anybody that graduated this last year that's somehow associated with this church. So. I think I have about 20 posters, and we're going to line the driveway with them. So if you know anybody that would, even if they're not going to come to church, if they'd like to just drive by and see their child or their grandchild's picture or see all of them, um, just something to do for them to show them how proud that we are of them. And um, it's been a rough year for everybody, um, but God's still good. And I'm having a simple procedure done tomorrow. I just ask you to pray for me. I won't be here tonight. Terry will be for live stream, but I won't be here. But please remember me in your prayers. Nothing, not a big deal, but I always like to ask people to pray for me. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, any other words before we come to close? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. This is just hard. Just bear with me. Right before the COVID hit, um, our whole family moved to Kentucky. So we actually live in Kentucky. And um, I never got to come and tell my church goodbye. And I never got to tell my church how much I love them. I've went to this church since I was eight years old. I got saved when I was nine. This is the only church that I really truly know. And I just want to thank this church. This church, is, yeah. it's helped me grow. It's prayed for me when I needed it. Yeah. It's prayed for my family when my family needed it. And I just want to, from the bottom of my heart, tell you how much I love you. And I appreciate you. And I'm so thankful that my mother brought me to this church Amen. when I was a child Come and on. I got saved. Amen. And I just wanted to tell you thank you and that I love you. All right. That's good, honey. Thank you. Amen. Well, I appreciate Sister Kathy, and I appreciate those heartfelt sentiments that she expressed. And, uh, uh, we need to keep her and her family in prayer. They've 
like she said, moved down to Kentucky. We need to keep praying for her. And uh, glad she's here today and uh, could express that from her heart. Anybody else got something on your heart? All right, be praying for service time tonight. Uh, Brother Neil Warman, God will be preaching for us tonight. And uh, if I'd have thought I'd announced this earlier, he was preaching for more faith this morning. Uh, he preached for him, I think, last Sunday morning and this Sunday morning both. So really uh, pray for Faith Church, pray for, pray for Neil. Anything else? Okay. Okay. Uh, let me repeat that in case you didn't hear it. Sister Karen said they got the church camp shirts in. She can't have, actually have a crowd come in the fellowship hall, but they got them lined up at the other door down there. If you've already ordered one, it should be in. should be able to get it. Now, there's somebody over here had something. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Remember that. In case you didn't hear that, Sister Cass said the youth will have a Zoom get together uh, at three o'clock this afternoon. So uh, try to get in on that if you can. She said, and so certainly do that. Anybody else? Any? Yeah. Amen. Boy, amen to that. Wasn't a good sick this yeah. Just a big hug to all of you. I love you all. Amen. What's well said? Well, like the way she said that. Just a big hug for everybody. That's the way I feel in my heart this morning, too. Someone else? And keep praying. Uh, I haven't forgot about the baptizing. It's just uh, a matter of getting it uh, put together. But I'm really looking forward. Uh, to having a baptizing one of these days. Now, anything else before we come to close? I want to say this, and then we'll have a closing prayer. I appreciate the song youth sang, and I was looking back over the crowd, and a lot of people being blessed by it. And uh, God drew my attention to Brother Dan Sutton, and he pulled his mask down a little bit and took his glass off and wiped the tears out of his eyes. And he's already expressed, and that song expressed how good God's been to us. And so that touched my heart. I got a blessing because you were getting blessed, Brother Dan. And uh, if you would, I'd like to ask you to ask the closing prayer today. Brother Dan. Be seated, if you will. As Blaine had mentioned, uh, the Brother Deacons will be releasing it from the back a row at a time. I appreciate that closing prayer. And be released a row at a time. And he also announced if you have an offering to give, a plate will be outside there in the foyer. <laughs>